0: Batman. Good luck, Harry Potter.
1: Well, cover me with eggs and flour and bake me for 14 minutes. Hello and welcome to Screen Masters with me, Bav. And me, Fluff. And today on the show, we are going to continue trekking through Philadelphia and seeing whether it really is all that sunny there all the time or whether they get snow. I don't know, I lost that one. Um, But first, of course, I'd like to turn to some words. Uh, And today's words, I don't know whether we'll actually get there now. I'm kind of preempting myself that we'll get this far. But today I'd like to turn to the words of Charlie. And I know you're probably going to sing this when we get to it, but we'll go for it anyway. Oh, they say the world's your oyster. Man, but oysters ain't for me. You're the belle of the ball, but you ain't my cup of tea. They always vote, vote you best in show, but this doggy disagrees. Because I like life at daddy's pub. Like I'm sure you'll give us a full musical rendition of that one at some point.
2: Uh, yeah, when, when we get to it. Um, yeah. Will you be including but... the harmonica solo, or...? Uh, no, no. Sad, sadly, I don't have a harmonica. Uh, oh that, no. That I could, no! I now sorry. almost
1: don't want to get there, so I can
2: buy you a harmonica in time for the next one. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, no, it's. I, I I love that one. There's so many awesome ones as we've discussed recently. Uh, yeah. That I will end up having a little sing song. Uh, you've you've done a few musical numbers as of late, so I figure I I should. Uh, you know it's, yeah, it's only verified. if i join in
1: demonstrate your skills yeah absolutely
2: um so before we
1: crack into things uh let's do the admin if you want to join in the conversation you can go over to facebook.com forward slash the screen masters and uh leave likes and follows and messages over there if you're a tweeter or a twitter twitter i don't know i'm not working them today Uh, You can go to twitter.com forward slash the SM underscore pod or you can at us at the SM underscore pod because that's a thing. Uh, And if you want to go through the back catalogue and see any of the video episodes we did and such, uh, they are on YouTube at bit.ly forward slash bitebackyt. And remember, the bite is spelled as a computer bite, not a food bite. So, it's only been a week since we last recorded, so is there anything you want to bring to our attention sir i haven't really got very much just the, the sort of stuff no we chose it's um in,
2: really yeah it's been a bit of a slow news week i suppose the only thing of note uh i suppose is that they are looking to release wonder woman 1985 i think that's the title of it 84 i think it is 84 yeah. sorry uh they're looking to release that uh you know Co-HBO kind
1: of Max, I read.
2: Yeah, co-HBO Max and small cinema release, which is yeah. going to be a bit hard, given that most of the world is still in heavy lockdown. Um, obviously, America is. I don't know. I don't really follow. Let's say like most um, of you know, Europe. Is. Most of Europe is in heavy lockdown at the moment. I don't think um, America
1: will get sensible until Biden actually, you know, gets his hands on the reins. But yeah.
2: Uh let's try not to touch on politics because yeah, we'll leave the politics that's a, that's a, Apologies, whew. American cousins. You made the it's right choice day, this time. Eh? Um so yeah, aside from that, I mean, there's you know, it I'd be curious to see how it does. Uh obviously, a lot of other companies are gonna look at this. I've heard rumblings that they're gonna del- uh sorry, reduce the amount of time between kind of cinema. Uh, digital kind of releases now for a number of properties because you know they're stacking up and they're going to have to release them some way or other uh you know whether they expected things to run this long in lockdown who's to say but you know there's a lot of stuff still on the shelf that needs to see the light of day because you know they're just carrying on making more so uh, Interesting. The only the, other thing I
1: understand with it is that they, they con- the, the studios are continuing to make the stuff when the studios are also the ones who are saying, "Well, we're not going to release the films." Yeah. So surely they're aware of what they're doing that they're they're creating massive backlog of of movies.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, to them, it's a uh, it, it is also simple, uh, you know, supply and demand. At the moment, uh, the at home kind of demographic is in is in high demand so they're going to step up to the plate and they're going to supply it still baffles me that you know i hear again another series got renewed on netflix um whereas you know stuff like glow gets cancelled and it really pisses me off uh you know on those kind of scores but you know it that's just the way that's just the way it works and as always if uh, a week doesn't go by where zack Schneider doesn't Keep talking about some fucking god awful film he's been making for the last fifty fucking years. Hashtag fuck the Snyder Cut, everyone. Hashtag
1: fuck the Snyder Cut, everyone.
2: Oh my god, like it—it it just bores me every day. He comes out with something, some bollocks, new stuff, and yeah, yeah. That—that that is about the sum of news this week.
1: No, I totally agree. Um, yeah, it is watching? interesting. I—I I mean, like, because I get why the studios don't want to release on home, you know, streaming release because essentially they're not getting paid as much. Yeah. I mean, I you know, the the No Time to Die thing, they were talking they wanted 600-odd million. And when you consider a film like uh, Tenet has just about gone over budget, you know, uh, made back its budget now, mm. and that was cinema released at a time when we weren't in full lockdown and did apparently do quite well at the cinemas, you know, not as well as it would have done ordinarily, but did okay. Um I do see why this they're not releasing them because they need to make the money back but why why continue putting money into new films then if you're not you're not sure how you're going to release the things that just doesn't make any sense to me but I'm sure they'll work it out and we'll have a glut of things to go and see and talk about whenever the the restrictions get lifted or whatever
2: it'd be interesting to see what happens yeah um have you been watching much aside from you know Philly, which you occasionally send me a message about these days, yeah. which I love. I do love the fact that you've brought up <laughs> to the game and you're like, just pinging me a message, just boom, oh god, it's, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's some that I just I have to talk to someone about because they're just nuts.
1: And I can't really believe what I've just witnessed and how funny it is. Apologies if you can hear clinking everyone, I'm just uh, stirring another cup of coffee. Um, no. No, not really. Like you say, it's only been a week since we last recorded. So I've basically mm. watched Mando and some Philly and.
2: Yeah, we'll. Been, I think we. video
1: games for the rest of the yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs>
2: um, we'll, we'll briefly touch on Mando. We know that we're going to do. Uh, we will well, that's do it. That's why I'm not saying down.
1: too much, because we will uh, probably do
2: an episode, won't we, on Mando? Yeah, we, we, we will most definitely do one on season two. The only thing I'll say of this week, and we both mentioned it yesterday, uh, so this week's episode, I'm not even going to say which one it was at what point, because God knows when this uh, will, will go out live uh, anyway. So it was just one which for the first five minutes, I just felt un- it was unbelievable how much joy I felt just watching this. For the first five minutes, I had a massive grin on my face, was laughing my ass off. Yeah. And it was just so joyous. Like, I was like, oh, you know what? This is a show that, you know, I have my Sci-Fi Friday now, but this is a show that I get round and I just I just love watching this. It's
1: yeah, it, so it, enjoyable. It's properly a show that I wait, you know, Friday is a highlight and because of Mando, because it's it's a good show. It's well written. I mean, I, I think I've seen that most of the episode. I think every episode so far that we've seen has been written by Fav. So he's obviously kept, because I think the first series he wrote sort of the beginning and the end. But he's written every episode so far, and we've seen some real crackers. And mm. I love that this week's was directed by Carl Weathers as well. Yeah. Which was uh, brilliant.
2: Yeah, um again yeah, like... I,
1: I I describe that episode as being the most Star Wars that I've I've seen so far. It it had the sort of light, humorous No, I don't want to say comedy, I mean it was funny, but it, it like you said, the word is joyous. Just absolutely joyous sequences with characters that you love, yeah, and then brilliant sort of onward progression of the plot. And you know, re teaming with my favorite Gina Carano, so it was always gonna oh, be a winner for me,
2: just absolutely fantastic. And and uh, you know, for all those naysayers that are, that are like. You know the child. Um, I don't like calling it baby Yoda because it's it's not called Yoda. It's not baby. Yoda. It's the child. That's it you is know, the That's child. my title. I had this conversation with somebody, and I was like, "No, I, I don't call it baby Yoda." Because they kept calling it baby. Yoda. I was like, "No, it's not baby Yoda." Do you know it's called Yoda? No. Well, it's not baby Yoda. Then. It's the child. Just accept that. Anyway, um, if anybody, uh, you know, all these naysayers that don't like the child and, uh, you know. Watch, watch this for five minutes, and if you don't smile, there's something fucking wrong with you. Well, if like, you're going to ask
1: him to do that, we better clarify. Episode, episode four of season. Okay, episode
2: four, <laughs> episode four. Just uh, honestly, like, you know, he's not this, he, he, this is it. It's not a prop now. He's a fully-fledged character in this show, which is what I love. He's not a prop. He's a character. I love it. No. He's awesome.
1: Properly awesome. Right then. Should we get? Should we get into a bit of uh, always sunny then?
2: Yeah, always sunny. So we oh, left last stopped. time so as well, well, um, we
1: got through five and six, didn't
2: we? We got through five and six. So yeah, we obviously. I think when we first started this, I wasn't sure how much you were going to enjoy oh, sunny. So this Jesus. is, you know, this the, to get re- through some of these. Mm. Sorry, uh, you I'm know,
1: just, the episode I watched yesterday that made me laugh um, involves Max exercise bike. Yeah, that one. That okay. One. Yeah. We'll come to yeah. that later, but yeah. We'll that... get to that. That I didn't stop laughing for about 5 fucking minutes because of the way they did the reveal on that thing.
2: Yeah. Um uh, but also, you know, when you no, no, no. I'm going too far. no, let's let's focus let's on, on the seasons of River. We... Let's bring it back. So, uh yeah, so we've got season uh, 7 and we got gonna... we'll try and get to 7 and 8. If we can try and push anything more, we will, but this is the problem I find. Um with the early seasons as I was kind of explaining to you, I really enjoy the early seasons, but I suddenly find that as they go on, there are episodes that I could talk about for hours, uh, as we will probably do in conversation between ourselves in the near future. But this is the problem as we go along with this pod and uh, as we go along with the seasons of Sunny. It's going to be harder at times because there are so many awesome episodes that we've both picked up on. Um so I mean, we start on this one with Frank's Pretty Woman, uh, where Frank um, decides he wants to marry a hooker um, who's a crack smoking fiend who does not look like the the nicest person in in the whole world. Um, she certainly she, doesn't
1: look like Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. Let's no,
2: no, no. She she really doesn't. Um, so yeah, they they. Decide to try a, and pull a, a pretty woman and, and dollar up so that she can be presentable. Um, uh, yeah, and also, Mac at this point has become Fat Mac. Um, he suddenly gained like 50 pounds and that is. Was the first laugh of the episode. When he yeah. walked in, I just went, oh my God, he's fat. Yeah. And then I spent the
1: rest of this season trying to work out whether it was a fat suit or whether he was actually, no. actually genuinely fat. And I think it's the episode, because is this the one where he's walking around with the bin bag yes. full of chimichangas? Jimmy, yeah. yeah. And eating out of
2: it. <laughs> <It's> fucking hell.
1: <laughs> so white trash, it's hilarious.
2: And the episode where he looks uh, down I've at his shirt. He's oh, uh, got a sauce on his shirt. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's Tommy B- Bamahama. Bama Sure. I don't know what he's called. Oh uh, yes, he's, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, this goes on, and uh, obviously Dee ends up smoking a bit of crack, <laughs> uh, which Dennis is is. Uh, yeah. This is the thing. I love all the throwbacks that they always do to when they were crack addicts. Uh, you know,
1: yeah, I, I yeah, because that was oh, yeah. a couple
2: of seasons ago, wasn't that it? That was when like season two, well I there. think. You know, that's, you know addicts. early, early yeah. days.
1: It's, it's been crack addicts because there's a few episodes later on. That Dennis is like. What is it? Mac says to him, What do you want? What do you really want? He's like, oh, Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crack. If I could have anything right now, crack. Um, uh, and yeah, and, and Mac and Dennis go to the doctors because you know, uh, Dennis is like, Mac, you're so fat, like it's disgusting. So they go to the doctors, you're really uh, unhealthy. Like, yeah, you've got onset mm-hmm. type 2 diabetes, and he's like, oh, What's type 2 onset diabetes? Uh, and he's just showing his ignorance, and Dennis turns out doesn't really eat anything because he obviously is always fasting to try and look good. So he's even, he's in an even worse situation than Mac surprisingly. Um,
1: Yeah. He's actually less healthy than Mac is.
2: Yeah. Um, So, I mean, it's, it's a wonderful episode still. So we then get to the gang goes to the Jersey shore. So uh, Dennis and Dee kind of want to go back on, uh, you know, a a previous holiday when they were happy. Uh, So they decide to go to the Jersey shore um, so this is a, a tale in, in different three parts, I think. Uh, so we've got Charlie who meets up with the waitress, uh, while she's on a bit of a, a drinking binge and they end up kind of having a wonderful time. And it's very I sweet just, when um, Got to that bit. I was like this,
1: I feel like this episode is going to be a dream. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was like, I I feel like this isn't going to be real because there's no way that Charlie is going to have a really pleasant and romantic and wonderful life-changing evening with the waitress.
2: Yeah. They're just not Um, going to do it. No. Uh, We get uh, Dee and Dennis who basically uh, slide into the underworld uh, or the underbelly, sorry, of Jersey Shore um, and get caught up in a number of... Oh, yeah, that's it. Dee has shells in her hair for one. Uh, which just looks ridiculous.
1: Uh, she has braids, yeah, she got it braided. Yeah, she gets she gets it braided. And
2: Dennis the... doesn't take the piss because they are you know they they're actually allies in this. They they won't, you know, they won't diss each other cuz uh but yeah, so they go when they go on a a nice ride and and this is the bit that almost makes me want to vomit where they're oh, on yeah, the but... ride these hair gets caught and just gets ripped out. Yeah. Ugh. Um Pretty they nice, then chicken get put, they get, you know, put in a van because they're like, oh yeah, this party with some locals. And then they end up like holding up oh, well, a drug that store I got, and I've got to talk about that because I love that bit.
1: Where they're sat in the, they're sat in the hospital profiling everyone in the hospital, <laughs> like telling their ridiculously horrible backstories and they're looking at a woman. And again, it's, it's the way this show is incredible because the way it's shot is you think she's miles away from them while they're at normal volume, going, oh, yeah, I bet she's from the wrong side of the tracks. Blah, <laughs> blah, blah. And then a, hooker, a pimp is out there waiting for his money, blah, blah, blah. And uh, you're like, huh, that's weird. Um, and then it cuts and shows you that she's actually like two feet away from them. Like, <laughs> you you realise I can hear everything yeah. you're saying, don't you? But then uh, but I like that is, they flip yeah. it again, and it turns out that they're absolutely right.
2: Yeah, they're spot on. They're completely there to be spot
1: on. A, a doctor to get some drugs.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, and they almost end up getting murdered and, and uh, you know, they're digging their own graves but manage to, you know, get Christ, escape. Yeah. They just... Uh, and that, that completely turns up against the Jersey Shore. Uh, whereas uh, Mac and Frank seem to have the best, best time of it all. So they start off on a beach getting bothered by dogs because there are wild, wild dogs everywhere, as well as needles because, you know, it's the Jersey Shore and they're a bunch of roid heads, apparently. Um, and uh, Frank pulls out, for the first time, a first rum time? ham. Yeah, the, uh, I thought it was the first time we saw the rum is, ham. Yeah. Uh, so he pulls out the rum ham. They, they, they decide to escape the dogs by getting on an inflatable raft and just floating at, at sea while they eat their rum ham so they can get shit-faced uh, while they're eating, and they can just get a tan. And then they wake up, and then miles and miles... Out to sea, uh, and the rum ham is floating away, and it's just Frank going, oh,
0: yeah.
1: um, Brilliant. Uh, it's, yeah. yeah just and then brilliant. they start threatening each other with a knife because they're going to eat
2: each other. <laughs> yeah. And then they end up getting picked up by a bunch of Guidos. I think that's the phrase, isn't it?
1: I think that's the word that's used. I don't know whether that's a yeah. massively offensive term, to be honest, but. I don't know what it means. I don't know its backstory because I just think of the X Factor comic book character.
2: (laughs) Yes, that's true. Yeah, Guido. Yeah, yeah. Great character. Um, So we go to Frank. Oh, Jesus. One one of the ones which is... (laughs) (laughs) So Frank Reynolds' little beauty
1: It's that brilliant... The way they do it sometimes with those little intro pieces before they just flash up the card with the episode title. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because he just runs into the bar. He's like, oh, God, I've done something bad. I've done something bad. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was this and blah, blah, blah. And then the two hot women walk in. They're like, hey, what's the problem? And then the girl, oh, dear. And, yeah, he's essentially, like, bought
2: himself a fucking child beauty pageant. Yeah. And he's afraid that he's going to be seen as as a paedophile. So he's yeah. like, yeah, we've got to put on a show and we've got to do it in the bar. Um, so, you know, the gang kind of puts this stuff together uh, to try and put on a good show. And Frank's like going out there. "What? Well, yeah, you know, we've got to go out there and sing. Yeah, Don't diddle the kids. It's not about diddling the kids. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas the gang decides to try and pick the dark horse, which is not a girl. They decide to go with a boy. Uh you know uh, a young gay kid and they decide yeah well let's put him in the spotlight and have him come out and dance and and whatnot uh, and Did d he... decides to build up a rivalry because she was always the ugly kid in these beauty pageants so she goes for the the young attractive girl who's clearly going to win it and gives her shit and makes her sister it's it's just a twisted episode at times uh, it really you know, is. Fr- is this one way frank because he's
1: it breaks his nose or something, doesn't yeah. it? So he's yeah. got his face covered in blood. He looks fucking
2: awful throughout
1: he the He looks whole like episode. the penguin
2: yeah. from Batman Returns. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then but for the show, he's been made up by a mortician. <laughs> yeah. He got a mortician to do his makeup so that he didn't look so bad and instead he just looks completely white faced and dead. Yeah. Oh God. And then yeah, like you say, he comes out and sings that don't did all the kids song. And then again, I love that by the end, it's just, it's so always sunny because then it turns out the police come in and he's like, oh God, oh God, they're going to catch me. And actually it turns out that the guy who was judging the uh, beauty pageant (laughs) is the paedophile. Yeah. And then no one wins. So it's just like, as they're leaving at the end, Dennis is just like, oh yeah, Samantha wins. She's the prettiest, isn't she? That's the way these things work. And then just ends. That's it, yeah fucking funny uh
2: but again, it's just you know always Sonny managing to touch on pedophilia and make it hilarious i <laughs> you know it's not many shows can put that out there um <laughs> Jesus, so we get uh so we go on to Sweet D gets audited, so uh yeah she she gets audited because she's been claiming uh her her son, who she gave to uh you know the 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 tranny and um, her partner at the end of the last season. So um, she's now claiming that child as a dependent. So she's going to get audited, um, and it's obviously it, they'll they freak out about it because they don't, you know, they don't want to get, you know, done over by the IRS. Because let's face it, Frank doesn't exactly run a clean bar and uh, you know keep the books clean. Mm. He's
1: got Wolf Cola in the background.
2: Yeah, um, it's it's a uh, it's it's again it's a, I'd say a throwaway episode this season. Like it's nothing that there's nothing there that stands out to me. It's a, it's a it's it's another good every every episode of Sunny is always good, but it's not a standout one for me this season.
1: No, this one. I mean, the only note I've got from this one is the the towards the end the baby funeral, and yeah. they're, they're actually commenting to each other: "Is this the darkest thing we've ever done?" <laughs> I'm
2: like,
1: uh, I can't think of much darker, to be honest. Not yeah, when you're talking about lying about dead. having a child, then lying about the death of that baby, and holding a funeral for it in order to try and throw the IRS off.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty and, dark. And there's a debate about how uh, how much a dead baby would weigh in terms of dogs. Dead dogs. Oh my god,
1: yes. Jesus Christ! Because <laughs> they put the dead dog that's in the street from the beginning in the coffin, don't they?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, the next one, we get to meet Frank's brother, and uh, the story of why they fell out, and the woman that came between them.
1: She dynasty.
2: She dynasty. <laughs> and uh, it, it's just because this is it. We don't. We never knew too much about Frank. And like you've said, like in in passing conversation, how old is Frank exactly? Like where was yeah, he born? Like a lot <laughs> of, of his <laughs> early life was in lot.
1: South America. Yeah. Yet- he somehow ran a successful business for many, 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 many years.
2: Uh, I also love uh, it's Lance Reddick as well is yeah. in, in this as, as Reggie, well. The club owner, yeah. Uh, it's just it's just a great episode. Again, I just gives a bit in of fringe. history.
1: I wish, I wish. That, oh yeah, that's a show I wish carried on a bit longer. Um, uh,
2: yeah, I mean that's. Uh, I really know,
1: liked that when it found its feet.
2: Yeah, most definitely. It was like first two seasons, where are we? By the end of the second. Oh okay, this is where we are and everybody yeah. jumped off. Uh but I yes, i yeah, so love that one. I think it's uh, one of the ones we'll probably do a uh, you know on our sci-fi pod at some point in the distant future. Anyway. Um so yeah, it's it's a, it's a good episode. It just gives us a bit about Frank, uh which is never a bad thing. Uh but again, it's 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 not a standout one. Uh you know, because it's not the whole gang, which is sometimes the thing for me. A gang piece is, is the one that, you know, is like the next one. The storm of the century. Um, oh, I fucking love this one. So, you know, there's a storm coming and the gang just freaks out a little bit and they decide, OK, so maybe we should go up to the Poconos um, and, uh, you know, fight out against it. Uh, so they decide, fuck it. Let's, uh, you know, we're not going to buy into the media hype about the storm. They've got a shelter in the bar. Which it turns out they raided almost immediately after, uh, was it? uh, Yeah, Y2K, because Dee had been freaking out about it, and then they raided it. And turns out that uh, Cricket's also been living down there and eating all the food. So they end up going to a superstore to go and get a load of uh, supplies. Uh, Charlie goes for the cheese, because Charlie loves his cheese. Uh, Dennis and uh, in, in, in Charlie decide to come up with some idea of how to get some women back to the bar. Obviously, this is Dennis's idea uh, of trying to get them to like sign a contract and various other things. And then gets pissed off because they have boyfriends. But then he also sees uh, kind of the, the woman of his dreams. I can never remember her name. They're the reporter. Uh, Jackie Donado, I think. Oh, well done. Well done, that man. Well done, that man. Um, so yeah, he obviously gets infatuated with her. I have no idea why her
1: name sticks in my head. No idea at all.
2: <laughs>
1: it's just it, I, I, honestly, this is going to sound really bad, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, <laughs> she's she's an impressive actress because that first bit where they see her and they're watching the news reports, they do manage without actually giving her a boobop to slowly increase the drama and the size of her breasts over the first three sequences. (laughs) And I know they're not actually giving her implants, so it's just moving things around, but impressive that she can do that (laughs) and make it look like her tits seem to be inflating every time we see them, because that's what Dennis is going on about. He's just talking about her boobs constantly and how massive they are.
2: Yeah, because he keeps switching between the channels. Oh, yeah, because there's like... Um... Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, be the equivalent of for us, anyone who watched the first show. Yeah, that sort of... Uh... Um, and so, yeah, Fra- so Frank and D, uh, you know, end up shooting cricket oh, in Christ the hand, uh, thinking he's, uh, you know... And so they're going to take him to the hospital, and then they start freaking out in the car, and then Mac leaves the guys at the store, and it's just the usual turn of events, and the gang freaking out and you know they leave cricket in the car and cricket doesn't like it because he sees a dog barking in the car he's like leave me in a car like a dog so he crashes the car through That's the, front the, right of the store although the storm yep. has now passed was miss but that. now they're in a mob mentality so they decide to loot because you know they're like we can't loot until you know mob mentality kicks in so they start looting and just a wonderful I I, episode. I love it. It's just it shows the craziness. Yeah. And of that the
1: bit game. doesn't that episode have a uh, just such an interesting thing to say at the beginning? Because this is the problem with it is it it, it makes some serious stuff sometimes. But I am sure that's the one where at the beginning they're hmm. watching videos of the last time there was a riot or something, and Frank shows yes. them like some black guys taking some you know looting essentially, and like what's going on here? Oh, it's yeah. looting, and then shows some white guys doing the same thing. It's so what's going on here? And it's not. And it's like, what? Why is why is that? And then I love the. They then find that in the middle of the video of uh, all the, the the black people looting, that Frank is actually there, taking what was it skis or something.
2: Yeah, sk- skis. Yeah, I think it was the Rodney King. Brothers, yeah, something, something, something like that, wasn't, wasn't it?
1: it? And they see Frank making yeah, yeah. some skis and ski boots and stuff.
2: Yeah, and he's like, well, you know, why is that looting? And you know, why is mm. that? You know. Well, they're, they're stealing TVs. They're stealing bread. There's a bit of a difference. Yeah. and You know, plausible arguments. Um, so we go into, uh, this might be, I don't know whether, it's, it's hard for me when I say like, uh, you know, my, my top five, top ten Sunnies. This is like top three, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, because Charlie McDennis, the game of games. Oh, my God. So uh, basically the, the premise of this one is that they're bored. They are bored as shit. They haven't got a clue what to do because they've got nothing to do. So they figure, okay, let's have a game of Charlie McDennis. Now, this is a game that the gang came up with a long time ago. Frank has never played the game. So he's very, very keen and very eager to play the game. And he gets stuck uh, with with Mac and Charlie on their team. Mac and Charlie have never won uh, a single game of Charlie McDennis in the entirety of its long, long reign. And this just begins a game which every single person, if you have a close group of friends, would love to play. And it's a, it's a game where, you know, there's three levels, mind, body, and spirit. While they're going through the game, they have to drink. Drinking is a huge part of the game. Uh, it's involving trivia, puzzles, artistry, uh, physical challenges, pain, endurance, like public humiliation. There's 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 a hefty chunk of stuff. Uh, and it all sums on, on the guys just screwing each other over left, right, and centre in the best way that the gang does. Um, oh. Your thoughts on this one? I, I, could, I could say I more. It's freaking
1: brilliant. I, 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 It's one that I didn't make many notes on because I was just enjoying the episode too much. The only note I've got is, can you actually buy this game? I kind of want it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I did yeah. think it was fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just it's, that, I can see that you yeah, know that's one of those episodes that when I watched it I was like I bet this is one of the classics. Yeah. Yeah yeah you think something as you come yeah. past and be like yeah I think that's
2: one that people will
1: you know remember and hold in high regard.
2: Uh, I mean even watching this way back and uh, and then eventually they do a sequel in in a much later season Charlie McDennis 2 Electric, Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Uh, So, we incorporate some of Frank's changes. Uh, But it is just the fundamentals of this game where they know each other so well that they know how to screw each other over. Uh, You know, they give emotional battery. Uh, At one point, they say, you know, in a previous game, they did emotional battery. They just started shouting at D for like an hour and said the harshest, most horrible things that they could think of. And she she didn't batter an eye. She cried for a week afterwards, but yeah. she didn't batter an eye at that point. Um, and it's the challenge. Oh, you know, um, put this bottle back together. What bottle? And Dennis just takes a bottle and smashes it against the wall. Oh, it it's a true gem this one. And it is. Gem. It is.
1: I love that they managed to put the bottle back together as well, and it yeah. holds liquid. Yeah, and they're just like their fingers are just covered in blood because of all the little sharp bits of glass that have cut them while they've been doing it.
2: Uh, and D- Dennis and Dee just constantly taunting them, yeah. Uh, and just, oh yeah. There's so many good things about this one. If you, you know, if if you've never watched Sunny or you want to get somebody to watch Sunny, put this episode on is what I would recommend. Uh, get them to watch this episode, and if they find this enjoyable, chances are they're going to love the entirety of, of Sunny.
1: It's one of the more shouty episodes.
2: It is so one for, of the like shouty the, episodes.
1: If you can deal with the shouty when it goes to the shouty, you'd be all right.
2: I love the shouting. Yeah, I have no uh, problem with
1: it whatsoever, but it's, it's uh, you know, at these points, I think my notes get to that stage where it's like, yeah, they're starting to reference the fact that they just shouted each other. And I never thought that, but I can see why people would after hearing it.
2: Um, so we go to the anti social network where the gang is in a, a gin bar uh, for some ungodly reason, because apparently gin bars are really trendy when they don't have signs and it's not. It's Apparently off the beaten an track bar. and
1: stuff,
2: isn't it? <laughs> and they're drinking him out of jam jars just because it's trendy. Yeah. Um, And they get shushed. They get shushed by a guy and uh, the the gang doesn't like it. Or some some of the gang doesn't like it and basically starts stalking him. Um, whereas, you know, Dennis and Charlie uh, decide to do it the old-fashioned way and go to the bar to try and find him and, and get caricatures of a shushing guy. Um yeah uh, d and mac go online to try and stalk him and friend him on facebook and ah oh, yeah it's again it's a good episode but it's 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 a conflicting one for me how about you uh
1: so uh, there's a bit at the beginning of this episode where charlie is talking to dennis and i just sat there going oh i know this is how you actually feel and you're actually entirely correct because uh, he's talking about social media. And I, I just totally mm. agreed with a lot of what he was saying. Not the bit about being a psycho with a chainsaw in his car, but the stuff that he was saying about social media and the the, the sort of falseness behind it and things. Um, the cop that they go and see, did you clock who that was?
2: Uh, it's You know, I haven't watched this one in a while, so you don't have to...
1: It's, uh, it's Ray from Due South. The cop from Dew
2: Yes. Sorry. Yes. 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 Now you've said it. Yes. Yes.
1: And yeah. this was, uh, was this the first appearance of Dr. Man- Mantis Toboggan? Uh, yeah. Well, well I mean, costume. yeah. Dr. I think Mantis Toboggan. Mentioned yeah. in our last episode, wasn't he? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Christ. Because that was his um, viral video. Virus video, wasn't it? <laughs> Where he made a video about the bar having a virus. <laughs> yeah. Prayers. He just
2: gets the gang to say, like, oh, I've got a bug and stuff like yeah, that. That's it
1: oh god and again that's i'm sure that's another one that has sort of bits and pieces of previously recorded things on the video camera before and after it (laughs) yeah yes probably i just love that they keep that gag going that anytime anything's made through that video camera it's always got some of the other shit before and after
2: it it it. always starts with like fight milk every single time yeah that's it oh god Um, so we get, to, again, it, it it gets so hard. Like, this is all time one of my favourite seasons because we get the gang gets trapped. Oh, God. Oh, God, I love this episode. Um, yes,
1: because this one's a really weird one because it just starts with them. <laughs> you, you don't know how they've ended up there, really. No. Apart from you discover that Frank's after a vase. Yeah. And, oh, it's funny as piss because... That, oh, yeah, it's the gag at the end, the, the the main gag at the end, when you think they're in a Southern <laughs> family's house because they've all got Southern accents, and then it turns out to be a, a Korean family, or, or uh, you know, a Far Eastern family, anyway, from China or wherever. Yeah. And it's just really weird, but is hilarious at the same time and makes sense in a, in and of itself. Um, but yeah, when it just starts and they're just in a wardrobe, talking to each other over the thing, and then Frank runs in and dives under the bed and stuff.
2: I, I, just, just honestly, it's there's so many one-liners in this one. This is the yeah. one that I actually I said earlier uh, before we. I just had to quickly pull up. I mean, there's just so many. It's like uh, I can't see the driver's face, uh, but the um, uh, the man appears to have pointy feet. I repeat, pointy feet. What First, does that yeah. mean? They're cowboy boots. Yeah, he's wearing cowboy. Boots. <laughs> um. Oh God. Um. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Again, it's just like they're in the in in a closet, and uh, you know the, the other running joke is that Bree uh, D's breath absolutely stinks, and ev- you know every time Frank or uh, Dennis is naked, it's oh God, fucking breath stinks. Um. We've got Mac and uh, Charlie out in the van, who you know. They're, they're supposed to be the backup, but they're just constantly arguing over chips um, because Mac's eating a bag of chips. And, you know, he he, he asked Charlie if he wanted some from the, the hamburger store and, and Charlie said, no. My chips! My chips! Um, can't have any chips! It's just Mac at his fattest at this moment in time, just not allowing anyone to eat food. Frank just pulling a crazy, um, you know, th- th- there's fear at one point that, um, that a child is going to come upstairs um so uh you know to t- to its bedroom Tranky. and i'm trying to he's oh, just God.
1: torn apart a teddy bear or something has not he trying thinking there was a vase inside it
2: yeah he starts um <laughs> he starts just picking his thing up just ripping it and it's just oh what's this and he keeps spinning around the sound bit inside the middle of the teddy bear and just smashing it against the floor yeah, and then it's just sure. like how have we not been caught at this moment um, and he's just like you know. There's it, just so much in this episode that Dennis and Dee go to the bathroom, uh, and Dee's been needing to piss for ages. So she's like, oh, "I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it." And Dennis starts having a go at her, saying, "You're just gonna spray DNA all over the place." Yeah, uh, and, Dee, and Dee's less like, "Spray? Do you not know how a woman urinates?" <laughs> uh, and then Charlie and. uh and Mac uh sorry, no, Charlie comes in because he decides he's pissed off with Mac because of uh, the fact that Mac is just you know keeping They're a, not a uh, firm Indiana hand. Jones
1: or something, aren't they?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got an Indiana Jones. I'm like he he doesn't want to let uh, Charlie have the radio, so they just start creating a bit of tension. Uh so Charlie just runs into the house through the front door, just finds him in the closet and he's just run into the house and <laughs> not nobody spotted him at all. Oh, God. And Max has gone off to go and get more burgers. Um, and it, it, it's just, honestly, again, it's one of my all-time favorites on the episodes, because it's the gang being the gang, just being absolutely fucking bonkers crazy.
1: It's it's one of those, um, you know, it's, it's similar to the Friends episode I always talk about, where it's just the situation. Now, fair enough, it's not the pub that they're stuck in, but, you know, they are essentially stuck in a house and a van, and that's all you see. It's just the interplay between them on a very simple plot thread. It works. Really uh, oh yeah, it. so this
2: was, this this was the line of the episode. Uh, so Mac says to Dennis, uh, "Who was it that said I'll be in and out like a demon's whisper?"
1: Mm. Mm.
2: A just a demon's whisper. A demon's whisper. Um, and then we finally get to um, the episode: uh, How Matt got fat. Um, so this just simply starts with uh, Mac sitting down in confessional, uh, you know, to his priest and the priest asks, uh, you know, what do you wish to confess? I'm fat. Uh, so Mac just begins to tell his priest his story about how he got fat, all the while eating donuts and bags of chips and just can't stop eating. Uh, even Even offers the priest some, which is very generous, very generous. You know, that priest could be sat in there for a while. He was offering him food. Um, and uh, he doesn't like his friends at this moment because, and I quote, uh, they're sinners and pricks. Um, and his beef boils down to the fact that the gang was going to get uh, doubles. Basically, they were, were going to get doubles so that they could kind of go and live another life. They could get like somebody to replace them in the bar. So Mac's idea was to get fat so that he could get Enough bulk so that a really beefy guy could take his place. Oh, Christ. Yeah, it's the big bodybuildery type
1: guy, isn't it? And he's sitting there going, yeah, that's me. (laughs) And whoever he sat with is like, really? Really? You think that's what you look like?
2: Yeah. And so there's a whole thing about basically achieving success and stuff. like. And it's just a ridiculous one about Mac thinking, yeah, if I get fat, I can then bulk up. And then by the end of it, and this has been going on for ages, the gang's completely forgotten about it because the gang, as we know, does a little mini adventure every day or, you know, once a week. They don't keep this shit running for much, you know, much more than that, whereas Mac thinks this has been going on for weeks. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm finally at my peak weight. They're like, we gave up on that ages ago. And then they just start berating him for being fat.
1: Yeah, just dropped the whole plan and now he's fat. (laughs) Um, this was the first episode where I realised that it was actually Rob McKelleny, isn't it? Um, yeah. Who who uh, was genuinely fat because it's the way his belly sticks out between his trousers and his... Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I was like, no, that's, that's an actual belly. That isn't a fat suit belly. That's a proper belly. Um, uh, there's a bit where Charlie and Dennis are getting high on Terps fumes. Yeah. <laughs> little while they're doing that, Jesus Christ, brilliant! Um, I like Frank's <laughs> yeah. recap on the boat as well. That was good, but um, yeah, I loved that episode. I thought it was great.
2: Again, it just it, it it's it's amazing that uh, you know, when when they incorporate stuff that they go, you know what? And so the the story about why uh, uh Rob got fat for this is because. You know, when you watch TV shows, the one thing that you always kind of note is as the show progresses, they seem to get younger and more attractive, not kind of fat and old. Uh, obviously, that you know, that's not always the case. But in general, a lot of, you know, American shows, they get prettier and, you know, they never seem to age. So uh, Rob's idea for this season was that he wanted to show the opposite. He wanted to gain weight as quickly as possible. So he did. He ate everything within sight between the shooting of the previous season and the shooting of this one so that he could play Fat Mac. Um, and you've just got to love the dedication because as you... uh not sure you're there yet, possibly, uh, but he gets really buff, ridiculously buff in uh, in later seasons. And it, honestly, if you ever put a photo of Fat Mac against Buff Mac and you go, that's the same guy, uh, uh, and again, it just shows it.
0: Hmm.
2: So we get to uh, Thundergun Express, which, uh, I mean, I've used this expression. We've been playing a bit of zombies, and there's a gun called Thundergun in there. And, yeah, every time I was like, you know, no man left behind. You just didn't get it because you hadn't got to this yet. So it's good that you did. Um, so this is the gang's effort to get to uh, a cinema to go and watch uh, the Thundergun Express, uh, because apparently he hangs dong. That's that's the main main pulling reason. Uh because the guy hangs on, that's simply it. Um, so they go on an elaborate mission to get to the cinema, but it's uh, hindered by the fact that President Obama's visiting in Philly at the time, so all the roads are cut off. Um, so they try to go in a car, and then they try to, um, well, they split up, and uh, Frank Frank goes on a bit of a, a crime spree and steals a boat. Uh, Matt gets stuck in a, a storm drain because he can't fit down because he's too fat. Charlie and Dee go into the sewers, and I'm gonna let you take up from there because I can already see you laughing at that one. And I know, oh, yeah, that no, this no is... like you say it's fat Matt
1: getting stuck, and he's like, they just pull me, and they're like, yeah, no, because as you say, they're just sort of at every point they drop somebody and leave yeah. someone behind. Um, and- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because then it's um, Dennis and, uh, no, Charlie and Dee go through the sewers, like you say, and Charlie's telling her about the uh, when it flushes through and how she yeah. should take her clothes off because her foot gets stuck in a drain and she can't move because so, her shoe's stuck and he's telling her to take her clothes off and hold them above her head so that when the sewer washes through, she'll have dry clothes to put on afterwards and she's
2: just having yeah. a go at him
1: and shit and he's like, no, mm, um, yeah, I'm going, bye. And he
2: runs on. She's like, "No, I'm not getting naked." He's like, "Oh, my lady won't get naked in front of her buddy." Yeah,
1: and yeah, funny, funny. Because then, I believe in the end they all do make it, don't they?
2: They do, they do. Yeah. So then he's on the back row getting a hand job or something. Getting a handy, yeah, because he's met a girl. Uh, After listening to tapes, this is the again. This is beginning to show the 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 seriously depraved person. But he is because he's listening to the tapes of when he tries to woo women. Um, and uh, and uh, Matt comes in and interrupts him. He's like, I've got to start the whole process again. And then he listens to one. And then uh, and he's like, how old are you? 17? 17! And he's like, whoa, why have I still got that one? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, it's, and yeah, the- yeah, it's
1: like you say, the deviancy comes out more and more as we yeah. go on. Yeah, uh, and yeah, so they all make it to the, I'm the cinema. Not with the implication, but Christ. Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: so they make it to the, the theatre, sorry, as, as the Americans call it. They make it to the theatre, even though that's that's another, a whole other thing. So they make it to the cinema, and uh, and uh, Frank doesn't because he's been arrested, and Frank uses his one and only call to call in a bomb threat to the cinema so the gang can't see the film. Yeah,
1: uh, it's fucking brilliant. Brilliant stuff. Again, it's um, one of those episodes where you'd be sitting there going, How are you going to finish this? I don't understand how you're going to bring this to a satisfying mm. conclusion other than for it to be a throwaway episode. And then they 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 always pull something out of the bag.
2: And then we get to the high school reunion, uh, which is uh, they, you know they don't do many two parters. This is so uh, this is like when they did, I was like, Oh, okay, two parter. Um, but there's enough juice in there. I mean, the thing is with High school reunions, it may be bigger, I suppose, uh, stateside. I've never gone to a high school reunion or anything like that. and Probably another would because I don't really think it means much in this country. Whereas uh, over the other side of the pond, as we like to say, I think it means a little bit more. Would you concur? Yeah, probably. I
1: I don't know, though. It could just be us. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I was never... I don't know. I always see it as, you know, the the people who get in... Because I wouldn't even know if there was an invite to a high school reunion you know what yeah. i mean cuz like i'm not friends with a lot of people from high school anymore and the mm-hmm. ones that i am friends with don't live anywhere near me anymore mm-hmm. um so yeah i don't know i've always wondered is it just me that's just not bothered or is it that actually you know it is an american thing i don't know
2: um but understandably uh, the gang going back to school is is a big thing because so we've uh, we've we find, uh, obviously, Frank can't get lit in because he's not a student, even though he comes with a gang. Uh, and uh, they're also not allowed to smuggle beers in. Cause oh, yeah, because they
1: smash all the beers outside, don't they? <laughs> Frank's really pissed off because he can't drink them. Uh,
2: so Dee had obviously been uh, the aluminum monster uh, way back when. So she'd had her back brace. So she now is like, you know, she would kick, you know get baby got back or something like that because, you know, she doesn't have a back brace. And she was pretty proud about that. Uh, Charlie's just afraid that he's going to get bullied like he used to. So you know that's that's Charlie's thing. Dennis just thinks he's the king of the fucking world. Hopefully so. He's a, he's, he's a god. He's a golden god, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and um, oh god, and and Mac is is Mac really? He was uh, he was Ronnie the Rat. Uh, as we as we finally learn for the first time what Mac's full oh, name is.
1: Good, good. Which, yeah, uh, I wrote holy shit, did I know Mac's, names, what Mac's name was slash is Ronald McDonald? Because I don't think I did at that point. And that no. was hilarious, discovering that.
2: Uh, yeah, so that's it. He's like, he, he doesn't want to put his name tag on, but it's your name. And then he puts it on, hey there, Ronald McDonald. And now we know why he's Mac. And uh, yeah, it's, it's the usual kind of things you probably expect from a high school reunion for the gang. Uh, you know, Dennis ends up embarrassing it himself and and realizing he was not as popular as he thought he was. Um, D tries to suck up to uh, the cool kids and uh, and at one point was uh, was going to get Adrian Pimento or something like that. I think his name is.
1: Yeah, Adriano. I wrote his name down because I realized something his like his the that. voice of Hal Jordan in Superman Red Son. Oh. Um, and uh,
2: yeah, he was gonna. He was going to let D, uh blow him at one point. But then, That's obviously, right. uh, Cricket comes along and embarrasses the gang as well. Uh, uh, I've got a know,
1: note on that, because I, I was like, oh, Cricket's back, and he's a yeah. priest again. Yeah. Oh, I wonder how long that'll last.
2: Two seconds later. Not, not even the length of the episode. No Poor no. Cricket. No, poor Cricket. Um, and Charlie decides to go and just get high, uh, because why not?
1: Oh, Christ, yeah, because he's mixing his...
2: Um inhalables isn't he yeah yeah no, you and, can't uh, make the
1: ammonia with the bleach charlie it'll knock you out <laughs> don't talk yeah, to me about my
2: my inhalables they all get their pants ripped as well uh wedgied yeah uh, i think is it. yeah the uh, jocks yeah so they decide to do uh, a reenactment of uh you know a high school kind of dance routine and this becomes one of the most magical things Always Sunny's ever done, uh, which is um, uh, a dance to George Michael. Is it? Was it Freedom? Freedom, yeah, 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 Freedom, yeah. So yeah. the gang pulls out uh, a dance to make
0: them themselves look pretty, pretty impressive. So, so I... we get
2: an absolutely wonderful dance number. Which is completely choreographed and not real. It's a dream sequence.
1: Yeah, but again, it's the way that they bring that reveal to you. I, I absolutely love it. Because again, the dance routine is incredible. Yeah. I mean, Charlie Day, <laughs> he really good more well thought of than he is. Because Christ, <laughs> that guy can dance. He's got rhythm. He can sing. He can write songs. He can write TV. Mm-hmm. He's... You know, I really think he deserves to be more highly thought of than he is, but um and yeah, then, then the the whole sequence with them all looking I've been incredible. Tell-
2: telling you that for and years. then the
1: camera just cuts and switches, and suddenly you're looking mm-hmm. at five really sweaty, horrible, <laughs> filthy looking people flailing their arms about, thinking they're awesome, oh God,' it was so
0: funny, and then, of course, you end
1: the whole thing afterwards when they've failed massively at this dance routine but think they've done alright, that Schmitty turns up right at the end and the waitress is stood in front of Charlie going, I am going to sleep with the next person that talks to me and just before he can say anything, Schmitty jumps in, happens to talk to the waitress takes the waitress away it's like, oh fuck <laughs>
2: poor Charlie so, <clears throat> moving on to the next season, uh, season 8, which uh, again, very impressed that we're getting this far or th- you've even got even further by this point, Jesus. Uh, so it starts off with Pop-Pop, The Final Solution. The episode uh, title which, again, straight away. Yeah. Um, it's it's a, a, This is one of those ones where, you know, they go into the, you know, his, this, you know, their grandfather's medical room, and they just find, like, hundreds of pots of, like, half-eaten soup all over the place. It makes oh, God, yeah, it's it horrible. Bit.
1: It, goes, it disgusting. looks disgusting. But yeah. again, I love the fact that at one yeah. point the they, camera just turns yeah. to Charlie, and he's just eating some of the soup, he's eating the soup. and then Mac <laughs> ends up eating some of the soup and they're both like oh this is horrible yeah yeah it's disgusting but you yeah. know it's free soup isn't it <laughs> it's just oh
2: we're also we're also back to normal size Mac yes. at this he's, point as well he's, he's lost down, all of his he? weight um uh so yeah while they're trying to figure out whether they should continue uh life support for this guy or whether they should just put him out of his misery so you know again you know assisted suicide you know it's always touching on the the happy days uh frank's also searching for this weird picture uh of a dog uh that every time he look at it looks at it kind of kicks into kind of Nazi propaganda you know and he just loses his mind so he's trying to find this picture as well it's a very weird it is i well. again i love it lie. though
1: the way they twist it because it's that thing of charlie has them all going because he want uh, he they think this picture's back, and then uh, this picture was painted by Adolf Hitler, and it turns out that Charlie painted the Labrador. So they burn it, and then right at the end, he tells them that he painted over what was on it with the dog, and it does that you know typical movie thing of as it burns away the top, it shows the Adolf Hitler signature. I quite like that. I like yeah. this one anyway because I was like, hey, the lawyers in it and crickets in it. Although he's got one eye now. <laughs> Bless him. Yeah.
0: Oh, God. God, Now, when seeing Dennis' his Range Rover, um, (laughs) they have
1: managed to keep that TV show. Most of them died within five fucking minutes. I've no idea how they are
2: managing to keep that vehicle running. Oddly enough, uh, you probably won't have got to it yet, but there is an episode which is dedicated to Dennis's car.
1: Oh, nice! I look forward to that because yeah, that old—the the only one I've seen last as long is the one that Clarkson took through the Bolivian jungle. No, Bolivia. Don't know. Took it through the South American jungle, and it was one of the only vehicles that actually made it there intact mm. on one of their treks. But yeah, it just occurred to me like, well done. We couldn't keep those things running for fucking ten years in this country, just, and you just managed do, to right. do it. Now, I'm looking at my notes and I have episode two as being the Maureen Ponderosa wedding massacre. And I haven't seen the second episode of this season.
2: And I think I know the reason why. Again, I
1: can't see why. I'm looking at it going,
2: why? Unless we're on a
1: face or something. There is. Uh, Okay. Fair D enough. does blackface in this, right? Um, okay, so that's why it's gone. Okay,
2: that's okay. the reason why. So this is called the gang recycles their trash. I do encourage you to watch, uh, to, to watch it because it is a brilliant one. Um, basically, the gang decides to go into business for themselves because there's a, a, a strike on at the moment with all of the binmen, uh, so they decide to, you know, pick up the contract. So you've got uh, Mac, Charlie, and Dennis go off to try and buy a van. You know, they're thinking A-team style. Uh, you know, and this is again where I say you know the the wild card and stuff like that comes into the equation and stuff, and so they go off uh, to do that, and then they end up using a limo instead because they don 't want to just pick up trash as trash men; they want to do it in a limo, so they then start filling a limo up with trash and it's honestly it's it's absolutely fucking hilarious um there 's recurring gags throughout it, and this is where the gang recycles their trash because they actually redo a lot of things from previous episodes as well. So, again, I won't say too much on it, because I do encourage you to go and watch it.
1: So it's got a meta element to it.
2: Yeah. Um, But, yes, unfortunately, Dee at one point is doing blackface because she's doing a parody, and that's the reason that you can't see this. So, yeah, so we do have to go through to the, uh, Maureen, uh, Maureen, Ponderosa <laughs> the Maureen Ponderosa wedding massacre.
1: Ah, I, Again, when this one started, I was like, what, what are we doing here? Um, and I just, yeah, because it was the second episode. So it's like, oh, we got the McPoyles as well. They're They're throwing all the guest stars mm-hmm. at this first part of the season. And then my second note is just, holy hell, the wedding inside is fucked up. And oh, then there's God, a yeah. bit where it says that the McPoyles haven't bred outside the bloodline for a thousand years. I'm like, oh <laughs> God, oh that's horrible.
2: <laughs> um yeah, and of this is... these oh, targets God. fucked up again. Yeah, of course. Yeah, D's car gets fucked up again. But again, it's the way that this is intercut because it's, it's showing different perspectives and different parts of the story. Yeah, because everyone's uh,
1: trying as to figure it through, out so.
2: again, aren't they? So we see it from different Yeah, because Dee's not part of the equation to begin with because, as it turns out, they locked her in a freezer thinking that she was a zombie, but she wasn't. She was just pissed off because they just crashed their car. Um, we also get to meet Pappy McBoyle. Um, who is a very crazy, very inbred looking person. He's like, "Oh, sperm from my loins. Baby tried to eat me. I hit him first. Yeah. I hit him first. Do you want to know who that is? Go on. Guillermo del Toro. You're fucking kidding. The director, Guillermo del Toro, is Pappy McPoyle. Pappy McPoyle? Yes, he oh, yes, is. Fucking
1: hell. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah. Did not know that.
2: Yeah, there's a few others. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Doctor
1: a crazy one when we get through to that. But
2: yeah, Doctor Jinx, Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is just brilliant because it's you know Dennis getting really excited by the fact that he can you know get Maureen to to sign, uh, a contract or whatever the, the legal paperwork is, so that he doesn't have to pay her alimony anymore. But she's had new boob implants, and well, it's Dennis, isn't it? So he's just attracted to the fact that she's now got she two breasts.
1: Her tooth's fixed. Oh, her tooth, tooth fixed as it. well, yeah. And she's had a large breast. Yeah. But and, I love that uh, at the end, after he's had the sex with her and stuff and he's lying there, he's like, oh my God, who did those implants? <laughs>
2: he did the nipple placement.
0: All over. It's like, oh, God.
2: Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah, she uh, she turns up to bail them out uh, from... from you know, all the shit that's kicked off because, oh, uh, that's it, because uh, uh, Bill Ponderosa has spiked uh, the, the the milk because he, it's yeah, like the milk with, with bath salts, which is like PCP, MDMA, and a bunch of other shit all thrown together. So they all turn into crazy zombies. Um, and yeah, but it's when she turns up to bail them out and uh, she's like, come on, Dennis, it's time to go home. But she's wearing her cat sweater again. And that's what I love. Like, her
0: and her
1: cats. Oh, foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Um, well. Yeah. I I watched a parody one
2: last night about <laughs> Dennis
1: that we'll come to.
2: Yeah. Um. So again, this is just one of those amazing ones because it just shows the eclectic bunch of actors uh, that they've, you know, got at their disposal now because there are so many good characters that they've got side characters and that they can get them all together. And it's just always a, a gem of an episode. And again, you get people like Guillermo de Toro, um, who goes, yeah, I'm a fan of the show. Put me in it. Um, just brilliant. Um, so we get to, uh, a heart wrenching one, a truly heart wrenching one. Uh, you, you can't watch this one and not go, Charlie, what the fuck? Oh, don't, uh, don't even. Don't <laughs> Charlie, even. Charlie, and Dee find love. Um. So, uh so Charlie is basically letting go of his feelings for the waitress, and uh, he and Dee, uh, they get into a fender bender. I think with uh, yeah.
1: So yeah, because D's car, she obviously gets it repaired because it's still the same yeah. Chrysler PT Cruiser that they trashed in the previous episode in the wedding yeah. massacre. Oh. God Almighty! I absolutely adore.
2: She's she's one of my proper crushes. Oh, yeah, Alexandra Alex- Daddario. Yeah, oh, man. She beautiful, beautiful woman. Beautiful. Oh, I would uh,
1: invaluable yeah. parts of my anatomy to spend ten minutes in the company of that yeah. woman. Yeah,
2: uh, the most magical eyes. Like you just get drawn in. Oh, oh. yeah,
1: that's it. It's, it's it's that whole dark hair, blue eyes thing. Wow. Oh.
2: Wow. stunning stunningly beautiful woman and yeah so um so D and Charlie uh start going up in places because they it turns out the people they had this fender bender with are kind of a, an elite brother and sister like from elite society i should say um and so they pique the interest of these two uh, individuals and uh, obviously D takes a shine to the fellow because there is is D um but Charlie surprisingly is attracted to this beautifully stunning woman who seems to take an interest in Charlie, and they try to hide their eccentricities. Like they go to, uh, oh, they go for dinner.
1: Yeah, the restaurant and the cheese
2: plate comes past, and Charlie and the che- and Yeah, his. the cheese plate and and Charlie's just like, oh, I can't oh, do it.
0: I can't do it. Cheese. I can't have it. And
2: then he just starts grabbing handfuls yeah. of cheese. Yeah. Um. Oh God. And while this is all going on, Dennis is convinced that this is a kind of cruel intentionsy kind of thing. Where they're, they're just being led on to have their hearts yeah. broken. Um, he doesn't which... care whether that's going to
1: happen to D. He only cares whether that's going to happen to Charlie.
2: Yeah, yeah, he doesn't give a shit about D. Uh, and um, at the same time, uh, Mac is also getting friendly with this guy because it's Mac and he always seems to have guy crushes. So they have a bit of a wrestle as well on camera, yeah. which turns into a bit of naked wrestling. Um uh, but it, it it all turns out, like, we, we we're watching this and we're watching Charlie, what appears to be falling in love with this stunning woman, and she's falling in love with Charlie and they go to this dinner and, you know, it's revealed that the brother is a bastard and is trying to screw D over and she's like, no, no, I, I really, I've, I'm falling for you, Charlie. And it turns out Charlie's just been screwing her over because he wants to get the waitress back. The whole thing he's doing just to get the waitress's attention. And he just leaves her hanging. It just. Oh, Charlie.
1: Like. Okay. So it works for him. It works. Oh, yeah. Because this is the one where we discover that he's been watching the waitress all the time and stopping horrible things from happening to her. But not really. But then Dennis orchestrates bad shit to start happening to her. And it's because Charlie's not watching out for her because he's with the other woman. Oh, God. He's. I can't forgive him for this. I cannot <laughs> forgive Charlie <laughs> Kelly. He's a fucking idiot. How? Yeah. How? On what planet would you yeah. choose? I mean, no offense to the the lovely lady who plays the waitress. She's she is a beautiful woman, but Jesus Christ, you cannot pick the waitress over Alexandra Daddario. It's just it. Just, no, no, that's that's not no. Ah, oh, oh. Yeah, like I say, I'd give valuable parts of my anatomy to have a a sniff of the get that close to her. Oh, Jesus, I love that. You're
2: gonna start sniffing women. That's no, no, I know that sounded
1: really bad, but (laughs) I'm not gonna go and sniff her. Well, they don't actually. Is she on cameo? Maybe I could get something. I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Christmas,
0: yeah see who's, yeah,
2: who's got your secret Atari. Atari. yeah, yeah um, so yeah it's yeah just heartbreaking by the end of it and I'm not heartbreaking for anybody gang but it's like this is the gang what did we expect Charlie to do anything different oh
0: I spe- in, yeah. in it there it works for me on such a different level because it does not happen. It is the end. Charlie was having the game. The waitress all along was just using the woman. But you never turning it upside down by the end, and going here now. And I just
1: love the way. them was too funny. I haven't really got many notes on this one because I was just laughing as we went through yeah. each therapy session. Uh,
2: so this is uh, the gang gets. Analyzed, blah blah blah, and she talks about the fact that you know they were going to together because they wanted to settle the differences of the gang. But it turns out nobody uh, nobody had the dishes, so the gang storms in and uh, throws the dishes on the floor because they each have an argument as to why they shouldn't be the one to do the dishes. And so what begins a a therapy session for each of the gang individually. Ah, uh, Jesus fucking Christ. So, Matt, like,
1: it's just something else because it's uh, just <laughs> Mac talking to himself and deciding what it is. And then she says one thing and he's like, All oh, right, so you're saying that if I do this, God will do this. She's like, no, is that a pen? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It is very good. Uh, Dennis comes in, doesn't he, later on? And he's like, Ah, oh, yeah. A pen. I bet he really liked the pen.
2: yeah and dennis yeah and dennis so basically dennis has got a kind of a a portfolio on each of the gang um each of them you know slightly thicker than the last and uh, obviously just trying to highlight various things he's like oh did did mac talk about oh no she brings up the size pills that dennis has been giving mac and he's like oh did uh did he do anything with this pen as well i left it there purposefully And it's just all the things he does just because he's constantly screwing with the gang, but it's the fact that he's been keeping psychological profiles on all of his friends since as long as he's known them. Uh, And he's like, it just, it's ridiculous. And then, uh, so he gives a breakdown of each of the gang, just giving out their eccentricities as usual. And then he's just like, and then we get to Charlie. And it's just like his file on Charlie is just massive. And it's just, it's pure genius, this episode. Absolute genius. Like, Frank breaks down in tears. He's just like, You got it out of me. You pulled it out of me. Um, oh, God. And yeah, some really horrible shit when he was a
1: kid. Yeah. Just, but again, I'm not sure when that happened <laughs> in terms of actual timeline. It's, it's brilliant because, again, it, it goes through to the end. And the therapist's like, Right, okay, so yeah, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, no, who who's washing the dishes? Who's washing the... And they're just going at her and going at her and going at her. And she goes, oh, for fuck's sake, do, do the dishes. Yeah. And they're like, oh, God. Oh, yes, yes. And everyone walks out and she's just there smashing the fucking plates on the floor as the credits roll. Just
2: shouting and berating the therapist. I fucking love it. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, And also the reveal that Charlie didn't go and buy it. Was it pheasant? He just killed a couple of pigeons. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh God. Uh, So we move to, okay, let's, you know, let's touch on another one. Charlie's mum has got cancer. Cause you know, let's, let's bring up an episode where they pretend that somebody has cancer to try and elicit funds from other people because that's not been done in real life at all. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, so yeah, basically Charlie's mum says that she, she's she got cancer and they, they need to raise some money uh, for an operation. Turns out that's just a load of shit. It's because they damaged uh, a church statue or something or other. Uh, but the gang doesn't realise this at the time. So we've got um, Dee and Frank at the same time think that Frank's ex-wife is alive uh, and that she's hiding money all over the place uh, instead yes. of, you know, like the bones of a dead dog. Yeah. Uh, which t- they dig t- up.
1: T- money all over the place, hasn't she?
2: Yeah. Um and Mac uh Mac Dennis and uh, Charlie basically are trying to get this whole thing in motion to try and raise some money and try and find alternative cures. And this is where we meet Doctor Jinx, uh who turns out to be P. Diddy. Um is which is angry? funny because uh, Puff Daddy, the artist formerly known as Puff Daddy, Sean Diddy, Coombs. don't know, Sean Coombs, whichever acronym he wishes to yeah, go by. Yeah, I don't on, know. He went through uh, quite didster, a lot. We'll, awesome. we'll call him the Didster. The, the didster. didster, but not a Diddler. No, not Frankly, a diddle because a didder, that would be that would be stealing. No. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know where was going. Uh, so yeah, oh yeah, so Doctor Jeets, uh, you know, is it turns out he's uh he's 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 a herbologist or something like that instead it's absolutely fuck all to do with it but it, again it's um when they decide to do uh a beer and beer and beef b&b beer, beer and beef to try and raise some money yeah. uh and it's it, but it's it's also charlie's absolute indignation at the hypocrisy of the church so they go to church to pray uh while max mum goes you know out in the middle of in the middle of service to go and Puff on the cigarette she left burning outside. She's allowed. She's put her years in, as as Mac rightly Yeah, attests. yeah, she's put her time. <laughs> and uh, and just Charlie just getting pissed off about the fact that, you know, he has to stand and then he has to kneel and then he's just, like, shaking the pews because he's just getting annoyed. And then, like, the father's asking, you know, priest's asking for money, you know, for, for the poor and stuff like that. And he's just like... It, it, yeah, it's just Charlie's reaction to it all. It, it, and it's the real day kind of implications. You look at the Catholic Church, you look at all the precious gems and the gold and this, that and the other that they've got. And yet every week they go and put a plate out and ask for money for the poor. You know, it. it's, yeah. Your thoughts on this one?
1: Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's, uh, like I say, it's, it, it's a, f- it's a ridiculous one because I believe by the end, doesn't it turn out it was all a scheme by Frank to get Dennis and D to dig up their mum?
2: Yeah, just so that he could laugh at them. Yeah, so that was that's the side note as well. Yeah, while going he sets through this, all the
1: money in place, doesn't he, and fakes the fact that there's money buried in old graves and stuff. Because also, yeah. don't we get a bit of continuity in this one where they go and dig up the dog from their old house? Yeah, that's, yeah. And the Spanish family who had to move in, got it. The dad's in the garden. They're like, oh, so you're still here? And he's like, no, no, No. property taxes. No property taxes,
2: but I'm the gardener. What are you doing here?
1: Oh, I'm at work. (laughs) And he's back being the gardener again at the house.
2: It was funny. Um, So we get to uh, Frank's back in business. Uh, So the warthog is back. Uh, because uh, his old, his old, his old company's running into trouble, and so they, uh, you know, they're in a, a boardroom meeting, and they're debating whether they should call the Warthog um, you know, because he's he's from an old another era, you know, he's not very really PC, so they uh they, they give him a call, and he goes back to work at his old company, and um, puts on a suit and tie, takes Charlie with him, who's also got a suit and tie, and and trying to teach him the ropes. Um, so while this is all going on, uh, the gang, uh, D Dennis and uh, Mac find a wallet in the bar and, uh, Brian
1: Lefebvre,
2: Brian Lefebvre. Yeah. Something Lefebvre, wasn't it? Yeah. Brian Lefebvre. And so it turns out he's got tickets for a Phillies game or something. So they go to the game, uh, because the guy's, you know, lost his wallet. So they, but they go to the game and they start pretending to be this guy. And then they meet a couple of businessmen who were supposed to be, and they carry on pretending to be this guy. And D pretends to be uh, the wife or the the partner. And Mac decides to be the bodyguard. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, because then he can't have a drink, can he? Yeah, because they're like, he's like, oh yeah, I'll have beer. I'm like, no, you're on duty.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh well, you could you could promote me. Why would I promote you? What? Who in their right mind would promote uh, a bodyguard to you know an executive producer?
1: Exactly. <laughs>
2: Um, and it all just it, it all spins out that you know um, that this whole Brian Lefevre is actually a part of uh, of the thing with Frank as well and that he's actually been selling off the business bit by bit and making a huge profit at the same time it's just it's just Frank being Frank just being an absolute bastard and again the guys just doing what the guys usually do yep. any more on this one from you uh,
1: no I don't think so. No, I, I I like that one But like you say it was it's yeah. It's uh I yeah, there's a
2: couple coming up that uh yeah. The next three, the next three in fact. Yeah,
1: the next three of are a hot way to finish the season I find.
2: Yeah. Uh so we get to the next one which uh is Charlie Rules the World. Um so Cool. the gang basically gets in you know, completely sucked into and immersed in this uh, online RPG. And they they start thinking that of real as real life. They start playing the game. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you and I may have played a game or two back in the day where you we we'd be playing this so often that we'd just dismiss real life because we'd just be constantly playing games. Yes. Um, Yeah. There
1: was a particular mobile game back in the day where, yeah, you, you know, we were, well, yeah, I, you know, it was, Hey, we've got to do something at two o'clock in the morning. And I was like, okay, all right, I'll get up at two o'clock in the morning and do that. (laughs) Many Um, years ago when I was younger.
2: Yeah, very, yeah, very, very young. Uh, We're not, we're not young anymore. Um, So while they're getting sucked into this game, they're obviously getting differing, uh, you know, success rates. Whereas Mac is just... He puts himself as a massive guy, thinking he's going to be big and strong. He's not. Frank decides to pimp himself out uh, by becoming a very disturbing-looking woman-stroke Frank oh Oh, God,
1: yes. His avatar is horrible to look at.
2: Yeah. Uh, like, the, and,
1: uh, like the Apex Twin window licker video.
2: Yeah, and starts pimping himself out in the game and ends up with like real-life gifts like boxes of peaches yeah. for some weird reason yeah. um d is kind of obsessed with the game but has some errands to run so she gets charlie to play for him uh, for her sorry for a little while turns out charlie's really good at this fucking game so uh he creates his own avatar joins it with d and becomes like king of the game like to the point where charlie begins to think he's going to rule the world uh, because of how good he is at this game he he meets a woman in a bar so again this is charlie breaking hearts left right side he meets a woman in a bar who he's been chatting with online in this game and uh the, the queen of thrones or something like that uh, and it turns out he only invited her to the bar so that his plan could attack her while she came to this date yeah because he's a sadistic bastard um and it just it gets completely out, spun out of control. All while this is going on, Dennis decides to go into a se- sensory deprivation tank and uh, reflects inwards and finds that he has a British hairdresser. British
1: Dennis. Persona. Jesus Christ. I laughed so hard when I saw British Dennis. Just... So funny. Oh, it's so good.
2: It's just... So he has a conversation with himself, and it uh, is obviously like you can do whatever you want. You're you're the king of your own universe, and so his British counterpart then makes the American version of Dennis give give him a blowjob.
1: Oh god, yeah, oh, I'd forgotten about
2: that. Because <laughs> you know that's that's what Dennis does. Fucking. Uh, anything more on this episode from you?
1: Uh no, I don't think so. My I think my main note from this one is British Dennis. My God, so uh, no, like you so I like uh, it's another one again where they're they're in the background. They're making a point, you know the mm. the because Dennis is is like, oh no, I don't want to co- converse with people through a video game. I want to go out and meet people and see things and like they were with the the Facebook episode. Yeah. Um, but it it is an interesting point, and I like the way they they always play both sides of these things and like you said charlie actually meets a woman who he could have had a relationship with but he's more focused on the game so he uh, he just uses her for the purposes of winning the game but it's funny because you know he did meet someone whereas dennis struggles to meet people when he goes out to try and prove his point so
2: we get to yet another gem uh, like I, I say, the, these last couple of se- the this season and the previous one, this is where, like, honestly, Sonny really hit his stride with, with yeah, Sonny. I,
1: I, I could tell that sort of, like you say, seven to nine particularly, it, it seemed to, it knew what it was, it knew what it wanted to be. It had reached the point where the characters were well-defined enough that you can base entire episodes around them without having to have them, you know, go against a foil.
2: Um, so the gang dines out again. This was this is going to be probably in my in my top five. Um, it's you know I, I think by the by the end of by the end of this whole thing when we've caught ourselves up today, uh, the, the new series might be out, which would be great. Uh, but uh, we will pro- I will try and do a top five, and even if we just post that on the the Facebook and the the Twitters, um, and we'll see what other people. Yeah, we can do. Uh, I'll be curious to see your
1: segment just as we run through a top five or something.
2: Yeah I, yeah, I think I'd be intrigued to see your uh, yours because obviously I've watched a lot of these multiple times, as you well know. Um, so it'd be interesting yeah. to see which I ones. I'd say I,
1: I you know. definitely, this will be a background watch mm. while I'm getting dinner and stuff. I, I know it will be. It will be, you know, what Friends was for many years as well. That was what I used to watch in the background while I was doing stuff. Obviously, uh, I, did, I haven't got the kids, but you know.
2: Yeah, of course. So this is uh, this is basically the, the gang dines out. So they all go to uh, Guigino's and uh, the Italian restaurant, which will pop up again in, in future episodes. Is this the uh, first one? Because this is where uh, we we meet that waiter, then isn't it? Yes, yes, yeah. We meet that waiter, uh, and so this is uh, Dennis and Mac are having their monthly dinner out. Uh, you know, while at the same time they're having their dinner out, uh, Mac uh, Sorry. Frank and Charlie are also having a dinner out as well. And that's a celebration of their anniversary of moving in together. At the same time as they're eating out, Dee is also eating out, but on her own, because she's just got a discount voucher. But A oh, group, uh, Groupon, hasn't she? A Groupon, that's it. Sorry, the Groupon, yeah. Um, so to begin with, like, none of the gang realises that they're there, but they slowly realise that they are there, and then they come become rather competitive about it all. Um, and it, it, it's, it's just a, a glorious one because, it, again, it shows that the pairings that we're kind of used to, you've got Frank and Charlie and you've got Mac and Dennis. But, again, it's just the interplay because they sound like a pair of married couples.
1: Yeah, that's it. My note on this one is that this is the perfect example of, of what I've been touching on, which is where they, they take a trope from a different genre and do their version of it so yes dennis and mac are the 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 couple who who've gone out for a romantic dinner but the man dennis in this case is in a bad mood and because of you know being sat too close to the kitchen getting the door banged in him so it's winding him up his chair's Um, wobbly exactly um and mac is the the female in the Relationship, trying to calm him down, and come on, let's just enjoy our dinner. Why can't we just speak to these people? Come on, let's. I put on two colognes. Oh God, yes, I'm very aware that you put on two colognes. (laughs) (coughs) And then, yeah, you got Frank and Charlie, and there, Uh, Charlie's like, can't we just go and talk to them? So you got Charlie and Mac, sort of being being a couple between the two couples that exist. And then you just got D sat on her own trying to trick people into sitting with her. Yeah. yeah. Like just, waiter. Sorry it's the waiter. And then she gets is there some random black dude sits down with her? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, the yeah. waiter comes over and she's like, Oh yeah, you go ahead and order. What do you want? And he's like, No, what what the hell's going on here?
2: Yeah, I ain't getting involved in this shit. And then just gets <laughs> up and walks away. Um And again, like you say, it's also the introduction of the waiter who pops up in various episodes again uh, and just becomes a bit of a foil for the gang. Similar to how the lawyer does. Yes. Um, It just shows the interplay, but by the end of the episode the gang loves each other as they always do. They cheer each other on, toast each other, because that's the gang. Yeah. Do they have a food fight? No,
1: it's not a food fight. The spaghetti ends up all over the... Waiter, does not it? So they come together laughing at the waiter.
2: Yeah, because the they joked. They joked about tying his shoes together, and uh, and they thought, oh, that's 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 not very good. Turns out, D did tie his shoelaces together. And uh, they didn't even realise she was there the whole time, which was
1: yeah, that's it, isn't it? She's just, she's sitting there going, oh the god, time? they're here, they're going to notice me, and they just do not notice. her. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh yeah, it's because they take the chair. Oh, can we, uh, can we, can we take the chair? We need to accommodate the gentleman. Oh, that's a dig. Oh, that's a dig.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> just brilliant. It's the one-upmanship between Frank and Dennis I was like, oh no, he sent over this wine. I'm not going to do oh. this. Wine. I'm just going to pour it away.
2: Yeah. Chile Chilean wine it's out of season I'm just gonna pour it away yeah. it's the most expensive bottle yeah. uh you know instead of sending one one glass over yeah it's just yeah the one up and shit and then oh, I'm gonna spray him with this fire extinguisher uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna pinch his uh, his dick with these with these pincers because he picks mm-hmm. up a lobster yeah Which is genius into play mm-hmm. uh and so we end uh season on Reynolds versus Reynolds the serial defence.
1: Indeed, indeed.
2: And what an episode this is. Um, When I laugh about this episode a lot, which I do, um, what makes me laugh more is, uh, and I I try not to get political at all about this, but what was really funny was a number of years ago, um, somebody actually, some, some senator or something like that, gave a speech about science and about global warming, I believe it was, and he uses the analogies that Mac essentially uses in this episode. <laughs> uh, basically going, well, science can be a liar sometimes. And, I, I, and honestly, as soon as this happened, um, I went onto the Twitter of Rob McKelney, and I spotted and Yes, a number of people were tweeting him. And he was just like completely in awe. He was just like, yeah, he was just completely in awe because the guy took almost everything Mac says and actually said it but he's like a U.S. Senator and believed everywhere. It was, yeah, he's genius. Um, so the crux of this one is that while driving, uh, on his way in the morning, Dennis is eating cereal in his car. And I've got to say, he makes it look very leisurely. He makes it look like a perfectly acceptable thing to do in a morning. You know, when you go into work, you drive, you, you have your bowl of cereal, wait at the traffic lights, eat your cereal. Uh, but Frank being Frank, being blind, being stupid, crashes into the back of Dennis oh
1: but that's oh the 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 way that he drives (laughs) based on Charlie's oh god I I pissed myself at that when I saw realized what they were doing Charlie's his sat-nav yeah but it's a tape that he plays unless he starts it exactly the right time facing the right direction it isn't going to work but he oh god damn that was hilarious Yes, um, because he's not looking, he runs into the back of Dennis while Dennis is sat at a red light, isn't he?
2: Yeah, so this causes a bit of uh, annoyance because Dennis is like, oh, well, yeah, Frank's arguing. He says, so, well, I didn't cause any damage to the outside of the car. And the gang's like, what? He was eating a bowl of cereal. That's, you know, and he's, he's, that's, that's not the big issue here. It's the fact that he, he can't drive properly. So, yeah. And then I've got
1: a Mac quote where where they're talking about it. It's, it's not about that. And Mac just kind of quietly goes, but he, it is a little bit
2: about. Me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, oh god, I'm trying. I'm trying to find the uh, quote. The, I, had, uh, I had a quote. Those
1: nuts over her car always getting destroyed. And yeah, everyone, that's it. Yeah. just poo pooing it or being like,
2: oh, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> oh yeah, this is it. So D, uh, this is it. D's argument to, to Dennis is, uh, you know, you, you don't want to go anywhere near a court. Uh, how many bench warrants uh, for sexual misconduct do you have outstanding? Um, so yeah so as a result the, the gang decides okay we're, we're going to have a trial uh, so Charlie becomes Frank's lawyer because you know bird law and everything we'll get yep. to that and uh, D tries to, tries to become Dennis's lawyer just because she just wants to shoo, shoo on herself in uh, Mac is the bailiff because Mac just you know it, yeah wants, wants bailiff bodyguard
1: bailiff. he always wants to be that role
2: um, and so begins the trial of the... Well, one of the trials of the century. Um, and it's just brilliant because it just opens with, you know, Charlie going on, on a bit of a thing, uh, saying it's moronic, and mon- one might even call it donkey-brained. Why? God, um, because- the, the certificate. <laughs> because it turns out Frank at one point in his life was called donkey-brains by the kids in, in the neighbourhood. So they took him to a hospital to get a certificate that proved that he doesn't have donkey brains. <laughs> so because he has a t- certificate and Dennis doesn't, Dennis is a donkey brain. Yeah. It, it, the logic in this is just brilliant. Um, oh, God. Okay, so we it, this just, pr- pr- just continues and we build up arguments uh, against Either side, and arguments begin, and, and it's just Dennis's reaction. This again is a shouty one, um, where you know they start arguing about who's the defendant. He's like, I'm not the defendant, no, I'm the def- I will stab everybody's eyes right now. And it's just he starts losing his shit. And these are the Dennis bits that I love the most, yeah. Dennis, he becomes a little bit more unhinged as it
1: goes on. I feel yeah. like they start to really lean into the the sort of Peripheral insanity, I would suppose I'd say. Uh,
2: right. So the arg- arguments between them become more and more ridiculous. And then science gets brought up and so does religion. So obviously Mac takes a bit of a stance here. And...
1: Oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Like you say, the, the, the religious fanaticism and the, the lack of arguments against it. And, you know, essentially it's only got to be enough to convince Charlie
2: that was it because the whole thing was they were talking about you know genetics and becoming mutants like the x men and uh and and then max suddenly goes oh well evolution's a lie which just stuns them all because they're like sorry what and it's just like oh yeah it's a lie uh you know it's, it it's made up uh and they're like yeah but all of the scientists prove conclusively that this is the fact oh god okay so um I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote because th- this is this is the bit like I say that uh, is just brilliant. So it's just like uh, this is Matt going. I- I'm glad you brought that up, Mr. Reynolds, because science is a liar sometimes.
1: <laughs>
2: this is Aristotle, thought to be the smartest man on the planet. He believed the Earth was the center of the universe, and everybody believed him because he was so smart. Until another smartest guy came along, Galileo, and he disproved that theory making Aristotle and everyone else on Earth look like a smack sound bitch. Uh, And best of all, Sir Isaac Newton gets born and blows everybody's nips off with his big brains. Of course, he also thought that he could turn metal into gold and he died eating mercury, making him yet another stupid bitch.
0: Uh
2: I I mean it's just a genius episode on so many levels. Is this a genius episode? Um, and they're ending the whole thing on the, the, the idea. Well, hang on. How can we prove this conclusively? Whether it's actually Frank's driving or, you know, whether he was given good directions. So they each do the challenge. They each decide to start driving while eating cereal to see how it, how it pans out. Um, and by the end of it, guess what? It's D that has to repair the yep, it's for the damages. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so it's like a set of precedents, really. um, yeah. a precedence, really. Jesus, anything more from me on that one?
1: No, no. Like you say, I, I yeah, that one's cracking because they go through the whole thing and the defence, and like you say, all well, that bit about the, the science is wrong sometimes, and science is a liar. Um, and then yeah, it just by the end, oh, it's D's fault. Someone who wasn't even involved in it in any way shape or form just it, yeah turns out to be her fault and they all just agree and carry on because that's the way they do it <laughs> no it's really good um right what kind of time are we on I think we should probably call it there for now yeah I think it's two uh, two it yeah. a, a time it's doing, doing it good. Yeah, it seems to be working quite nicely so let's leave it at that then uh Right. Thank you very much, everyone. Uh, We will be back for seasons nine and ten. I don't know. Maybe next week we'll record them. God knows when you'll actually hear them, but uh, that's when we may record them. Uh, And hopefully, if I can. Oh, no, no, we're not at that episode yet. No, I'm not going to play us out. I was going to play us out with one of Charlie's songs, but we'll do that on the episode that we actually encounter sure. those episodes.
2: Uh, this will so, yeah. this, this still be after I've sung the songs because I've, I've yes, made quite. a point. I, I know the lyrics. I've already proven to you I know a future one as well, because I just sat here and did that Yeah, off you the cuff. Straight away. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we will leave Bav. it for now then
1: and be back for seasons nine and ten. Uh, so for now, I have been Bav. I have been Fluff. And this has been Screen Masters.
0: It is back, seeing whether he's told Craig to leave. Hello, Craig. Craig, leave. Craig, go back.